0: yo what's going on everyone it's brian and jim here drinking beer and play a game and welcome to another episode of the power hour podcast
1: yes hello everybody thank you for joining us tonight welcome to episode 210 uh speaking of joining us big shout out and thank you to tom from the roast mortem cast for joining us last week had a hell of a time hanging out with him definitely make sure to check out uh roast mortem and his heavy metal podcast and all the stuff he does so awesome guy
0: now awesome awesome time i I know we're definitely having him back on because there's so many stories I wanted to dive into. And that was one of the longer podcasts we've done in a while. And I didn't even realize it until we were done. I was like, oh, we went a little while. Yeah, that was, a, that was a big boy. Didn't even recognize it. So, yeah, Tom, thank you for once again coming on. Enjoyed having you there. and Can't wait to bring you back on. Definitely. <sighs> Chambers. So the people saw when they clicked on your little sniffly tonight, aren't you?
1: Oh boy, the allergies! Oh God, the allergies! I'm <laughs> Do doubling up. Do you even up.
0: take shit on it? Oh like yeah, I'm doubling up right now.
1: I have a 24-hour Zyrtec going with a little spice of 12-hour Claritin D. Mm.
0: Not doing a lot. <laughs> take a little, take a little Nyquil at night to put yourself out. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna comb it myself after we're done recording this crap. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Now, when your, when your allergies are like that, can you even taste shit?
1: I can still I can still taste. It's not like I lose my sense of taste. I just like have a nonstop runny nose for like a week straight. Where like what I can't smell? sleep. Uh smell I still have some smell. So I'm not like, you know, optimal, but I'm never an optimal. <laughs> I so, was gonna
0: say, your smells start subpar. Like you've always had an issue with your smell, probably from smoking. Yeah, it's from, but, it's
1: from being a former smoker, so I definitely yeah. upped up all my senses.
0: Yeah, I just figured when you're like that you're basically at the point where you're like, Well not smelling shit today.
1: Yeah, no, I can smell some stuff. So, I mean, since I'm being a little sniffle bitch, I need something a little bit with a little more spice and pizzazz to it. So, okay. I'm, I'm staying out of season, but this is, once again, no IPA May. And this comes to us again from North Carolina for my trip down there. From the Highland Brewing Company. This is the Cold Mountain Spiced Winter Ale.
0: Ooh, Spiced Winter Ale. Okay.
1: And yeah, with uh, even in my hampered state, as you can see right there, tons of lacing on the glass to get left over. Yep. Uh, I mean, I can still smell the spice coming through, so I'm sure this would be ripping if I wasn't uh, in this condition. And you definitely get the, uh, it's a, <coughs> excuse me, it's going to be a long night, folks. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, you can definitely get the spice coming through in the beer as well.
0: Yeah, I uh, I, mean, I love me a good spice tail, and I even have some left over Christmas beer, so I'm oh, sure
1: I'll get um, Okay. You should be tapping into the holidays with notes of vanilla, hazelnut, dark fruit, and cinnamon. And all these flavor combinations are wasted on me, because I'm just getting
0: cinnamon <laughs> right now. Jim's like, it's just spicy. I just need to spice. <laughs> I need to taste. I was, I was
1: like, I'm either going to break out some keystones, because it's a waste anyway, or try and power through with something real. So, in the interest of no IPA, May, here's a real one.
0: Yeah. And as always, speaking of no IPA, May, you guys are still killing it with the submissions. Um... As I said, I'm trying not to put out like 10 at a time, but I keep, on, especially on Instagram, I try searching that hashtag and literally from hour to hour, it will miss people that use it and then like it'll automatically, it will just show up sometimes randomly. So I'm finding submissions sometimes like a day or two late. I check it like almost every hour. So if I haven't gotten to yours yet, Rest assured, it's going up there in one way or another. So you guys are killing it. Some I love the creativity. Keep it up. Uh, but for me tonight, you know, I'm hitting an old classic, and I think I've said this last year, but it's one of my favorite go-to easy drink beers, the Trogues Troganator. Oh, yeah. It's such a classic. still one of the better labels of Trogues right now, even with their simplistic shit. Doppelbach Beer, Jim. I ask you this every time we have it and i forget that every time <laughs> double <laughs> well, doppel yes. is just double <laughs> yeah, i know doppel is double. yeah yeah so it's 8.2 percent and you get chocolate well it's made it just says chocolate munich and pilsner um so this is oh here's a little write-up one taste of troganator tells you that this is no ordinary beer at once malty and crisp, traditional yet timeless. A rebel with a sweet side. This deliciously dark double bock calls for so much grain, we had to custom build our brew house around it. Layered with notes of smooth caramel, stone fruit, and fresh toasted grains. Nader is a beer for people who love beer. Nader, what's that story for? Right, what's that mean in German? No. <laughs> Damn it, Chip. That's the end of of Troganator. No, that's not it. Something German. Something beer. Damn it. (laughs) It's something I can't say over the air. Uh. (laughs) No, but this is, I mean, this is one of, damn, it may even be. It's easily in my top two, top three favorite uh, lagers styles. So, I mean, it's just, if you're someone, though, who doesn't like uh, stouts, then this is what I would call the equivalent of the lager stout. And it has a lot more flavor. And it's usually a little bit more boozy, um, but it somehow goes down real easy. Cause this is already my second one. And yeah. It's a dangerous girl. I love them. So if you have any brewers near you that do even just try regular box, that'll be a good introductory drug, but doppel box are always a little bit stronger. Cause they're, they're double the alcohol usually. So give them a try. I love the, the shit.
1: Yep. No, it's good stuff. Jim. Do I have to? Do I have to?
0: Jim. Jim. Listen.
1: 282 games. Brian, I looked it up. I can't believe
0: that's all you've played.
1: Oh, and 282. I I thought I'd played more too, actually, at this point.
0: That is really low because I looked at mine and I'm at like four sixty. Really? Yeah, that's, that's what I was at when I got my 11 wins.
1: Like, Unless I just went real hard for like a month or two back in the day and then went up before I stopped.
0: Like when I s- restarted, since I've restarted, now granted I haven't touched it since that last win I got. Um, I, I might have, uh, let's say I played 40 to 50 games, maybe. But... Man, before then, like I, I know it took me at least to like fifty or sixty games to get my first win. Must be nice. <laughs> I thought that was a long time. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, bro. You do know pain. <laughs> so yeah, you only being at two I feel like now I'm kind of like, maybe you're not trying enough. <laughs> I'm not trying what to think? enough he says. Alright, here, here's the real question. What do you think the average players win-to-game ratio is. I don't know. uh, For an average
1: player, probably, like, one win to, like, every, like, I don't know, 40 to 50 games, I would guess. maybe. See,
0: I actually think it's higher. I think it's easily in the hundreds. I think it's, like, 1 to 100 or something. Maybe. Or you could be a suck-fuck like me. (laughs) Jim, what's gonna... You know what's gonna happen, though? You're gonna get over this hump, and then watch. You'll start winning, like, on a roll i don't care i just want
1: one i don't need more than one i just want one
0: you just, you're not greedy you just want to. you just want to get that one no
1: if i could afford a second switch right now i would break this switch after winning the <laughs> one. but i can't so i'm not
0: what uh what was the highest you've gotten recently i because i follow on discord but i i've seen a lot like, of numbers out here
1: in, in the past week maybe like eighth something like that
0: okay so you're dipping your toes back into the 10 pool yeah right. i had
1: like a 10 had an eight had a lot of like 60s a lot of quick exits oh, those are,
0: aren't are it like man yeah there's something very demoralizing going out early, it's like right? um i'm
1: rolling i'm rolling i'm rolling and i'm dead great
0: and when you lose there i feel like there's such a moment of like either it's so instantaneous you restart or like i'm just done Whereas if I get in the top ten, that's usually I'm gonna try again because I'm like, I was there. I that's some bullshit. Like that usually won't stop me. But yeah, those early losses, woo, they'll fuck you up.
1: Yep, they'll get you. And then I got it. I gotta do a little mini rant real quick. So <laughs> fucking. So uh, a buddy of mine was like, hey, uh, me and some work friends are gonna play some Halo. Do you want to hop on? And I was like, I've not played Halo in a long ass time. I was like, sure. So I had to read. I re-downloaded the Master Chief Collection and there's for some reason on game pass there's two listings and it's not like they even say one's just for like the series consoles or anything like that there's two different icons that are like doable so i'm like all right i'll just go with like the basic one cuz i didn't really care about any of the extras so i download the basic one took forever download the extras took forever and then it starts to download the other one and i'm like what why it automatically started downloading the other one so, like, they're starting to play, and they're like, "Hey, you're on. And I was like, nah, I've got three hours of download ahead of me. I don't think I'm making it on tonight. <laughs> Why well, have to? I only Especially have... if you have to download the other one anyway. It makes no sense. Because there's one that doesn't say, like, it has, like, the Halo head, and I think it says Master Chief Collection, and then there's another yeah. one with, like, a Halo head,
0: and it says Master Chief Collection it has, like, a symbol or something. I forget what, but. Yeah, because I have the Master Chief, and it's. It was—it's just one icon for me, so I'm not sure what that other one is for you. Yeah, it makes no sense. Were they the same size, or was one significantly larger than the other?
1: I—I I don't remember. I just remember like having one go, and it was like pretty big. It was like hundred meg's or something, or hundred gigs. And I was like, ah, right, it'll take a while. Then I came back, and then there's another like hundred sixteen gig thing going on. I'm like what the what the what? The, what? <laughs> So, you know, yeah. to kill that time, I just played more Sonic Adventure 2, and that game sucks. So, just <laughs> nothing with gaming for me right now is going well. Is there... I've almost there done some- it. I think I'm on the last level. So, of, like, the hero side, I'm not doing both. Like, I know it's like, oh, you got to get the... No, f-. no I'm, not, I'm not doing the full. No, end. you don't need to. Go to hell.
0: And is there anything positive you can say about the game?
1: No. So <laughs> some Some of the music's pretty good. Some of the music's good. Like, Crush there's 40 has ne- their good tracks. Crush, like, Pumpkin Hill's an all timer for the Knuckles stage. But besides that, no, there's nothing good about it.
0: There's no no element of the gameplay you can say you enjoy.
1: No, not that I can say I fully enjoy, because everything's got a glaring flaw. Like, Sonic's kind of fun, but then the hit detection's crap, so you have random deaths. Or you just, like, you know, run into a wall and kill all your momentum. Oh, that's fun. And then the Tails levels are just like boring, but they are like the most straightforward. Like they're fine, but they're just boring. And then like the Knuckles levels like control the best, but it's the most tedious because it's just a big open area and a treasure hunt. And like you have to do it in order because like the hints won't like. Like you have a radar that'll say if you're near a piece, but unless you're on the piece you should be going for, it, it won't be going off. So there's times like I'll randomly luck out and find like the last piece, but then it's like, oh, I still have to find this first piece I can't find on the radar. Stupid. Mm. The game sucks.
0: If you like it, you're wrong. What I suggest you don't touch a Sonic game for a long time. You mentioned this
1: before, Brian, and I'm going to take you up on that. I think I'm (laughs) done with Sonic for the year after I'm done this.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think for your mental sanity. There's a lot of things for my sanity I need right now, Brian. Oh God, you know what's gonna happen. You're gonna come close to winning. Then they're gonna release a Sonic version of the Tetris. And you're gonna have to see it all over again. Uh, I'll my I'm actually
1: shocked there hasn't been like a Tears of the Kingdom, uh, what do you call it, skin on there yet? Like a big yeah. crossover event.
0: So what systems do you have left right now?
1: I have all my systems hooked up, but I don't have any like games for anything almost. So ah. yeah, I'm actually thinking like just to hit some of the games I have downloaded on my uh, PS5.
0: Yeah. Whenever I, when,
1: when I kill this off, I'll just hit something on there. Try with one of the short ones and then go into something big, I guess.
0: Nice. Yeah, well, I'm pretty much right there with you. This week, I don't think I touched my consoles at all. Um, I did... uh, Actually, I dipped my toes into... (laughs) This is going to be very, very random. So, um, we're going to touch on Tears of the Kingdom. I actually got a little bit of FOMO of really wanting to get that. But I was like, I never really enjoyed Breath of the Wild. But then again, I was like, did I give it a fair shake? Did I play it long enough? And really, I probably played it five hours previously. And I was like, this this game sucks. Like, your weapons break. There's no map. Like, what the fuck? Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it another go. I'm going to give Breath of the Wild. Start it new. Just do that. Because that's my, like, when I pick up my son and my daughter from school. When I'm waiting in line. Or... When I take my poops, that's that's going to be my Switch game. Um, so I'm, you know, probably four hours in or something. I'm just, I'm going to reserve opinion until I get far enough in it where I can really, really dive deep. Because I do want to play Tears of the Kingdom eventually, but I'm not going to buy it or play it until I beat Breath of the Wild. Because, as we'll talk about, one of the glaring issues I feel like with Tears of the Kingdom is that it makes Breath of the Wild so obsolete. Where it's not like other games where you can kind of be like, well, there is a reason to go back. It's like, no, I feel like there'd be no reason to go back. Yeah, there's already other articles story. coming out,
1: like, uh, <laughs> posting that fact, like, with that same idea. And even, like, <laughs> uh, buddies of ours on Twitter, like Grant from the Thought Cops, like, he was just being like, yeah, I don't think I could ever go back to Breath of the Wild after this.
0: No, because everything, I decided since I, I'm not invested enough in Legend of Zelda to care about story or spoilers, I was like, let me see reviews. And like I said, of course, ten out of ten, da 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 da. Uh, but seeing all the mechanics and seeing some of the things they improved upon are like, okay, that gives me hope. But I do want to go through Breath of the Wild. So that that I did a tiny, tiny bit of. But really, like I said, it's been very, very weak. I did release the uh the Fury review recording as of today. Excuse me. So once again, Zwick, thank you very much. Oh yeah. Um but this week, when I do play consoles, all my time is going into Body Harvest. Um, eventually, when that's done, I probably will then, just to give it back to gym, get uh, Ocarina of Time done as well. And since I still have the uh, your thing here, I'm like, I can actually play it, and it can look decent, too. So That might, we'll help, you. That that might help you get into yeah. it a little bit more. But uh, I did get a game that I will play, and I, I'm going to record the footage because I do want to release a little review. From our buddies at Retro Room. It just came. The, uh... Damn it, it's too shiny. Batty Zabella. It was made by our buddies at Retro Room and Ice Cold Blood. So I think Retro Room was more of a publisher of this. I don't know if they actually helped. Because I, I looked online it looked like Ice Cold Blood. Where it was the actual developer. But, uh it's a very unique it kind of reminds me of a elvira ish vampire chick and it's a point and click adventure before the original game boy so i'm gonna plug this into my retron so i can get some actual footage give those guys a little review the case looks amazing it's still obviously it's plastic so i'll do something when i show that being opened but, yeah uh, i actually
1: uh, have that too i gotta check the p.o box because mine's probably sitting in there
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So always always one support our boy, uh,
1: John Rue. Good boy. Speaking of him, mm-hmm. fucking dropping a big bomb that he's coming on to Game Pass now. Congratulations.
0: Is there any doubt that, uh, and as we'll get to a little bit later, Xbox continues to be on the rise, some would say?
1: It's, it had a win. Had a big win. We'll get to that.
0: Yeah. No, but Rue, congrats, bud. Well, well deserved. Can't wait to try this game. And uh, yeah, awesome looking box art. So yeah, from a gaming standpoint, it's kind of where i'm at i think i'm ready to just dive deep into that body harvest and see what the hell that's all about
1: <laughs> yeah no I, I think you'll enjoy it
0: yeah no but that is a request once again um guys that you have requested i know after that we got bionic commando and then we're gonna reach out to a few other folks who haven't gotten a request in yet um just seeing what you guys are thinking or what games you want but uh with that chambers what questions we got this week and a shout out we do have a new two dollar patron
1: yeah i just saw Um, that uh opening it up very right before the show thank you craig w for signing up for the two dollar tier so make sure you check for the uh links when they go up there get your questions in and check the links for all the other random content we put in the one dollar tier too
0: yeah appreciate you
1: But yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. First up, from Kev called. uh, What genre of games have you most recently
0: gotten into? Hmm. I'm trying to think of the newest genre. Like, you, Jim, I feel like...
1: I've mentioned it before, but definitely the most recent genre I really jumped into was uh, shoot-'em-ups in the past couple years.
0: But weren't you kind of into them before with the Genesis?
1: Not really. I didn't really own many at all on the Genesis. I don't even think I owned any as a kid. The closest I had was, like, the, uh, the shmup level and Adventures of Batman and Robin. But, like, straight-up ones, I didn't have any.
0: You didn't have R- River Raid as a kid?
1: Well, yeah, I had River Raid as a kid. And I guess that does count. But, yeah, I mean, like... There's a difference between, like, old school... Like, even then, old school Atari, shoot them up and, like, you know... What you consider, like, a shmup-shmup kind of deal.
0: So that's the newest one you think you've gotten into.
1: Genre-wise, um, definitely. Uh, besides that, I can't think of too much that, like, I wouldn't have played anyway.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, of ones I've gotten into recently... I, I've, you know what? I've settled into doing a lot more uh, open world action games. So, <laughs> right, that's all that's my, released
1: anymore. You don't well, have a choice. No,
0: but for me, I mean, shit. The past however many years, I, I definitely had a like for a while. It was really just wrestling games and racing games, and horror's always there. So I'm not even gonna mention it but like wrestling racing were some of the others i kind of completely i haven't touched a wrestling game in i don't know how long or even a racing game then it was basically fps's because of call of duty and other ones like that um so i really didn't do any like what i call the action games and when i say that i mean like god of war uh the tomb raiders last of us like all those style of games. But starting two years ago, I was like, you know, all these games I've never got a chance to really get around and play, like Witcher 3 and all these others, I've dived into. Now, of course, you could call some of them RPGs. I just call them open world action or action games. Um, I even put Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild in that. So, uh, yeah, I surprisingly wasn't as big into those games for a long time. In the past couple years, they've grabbed me. I've enjoyed them. Um, they serve their purpose. The biggest problem I see right now is, even for myself, they're, very, they're so goddamn samey of all the genres I'm used to. They probably show the least amount of, like, something diverse between the titles. Yeah,
1: they all kind of blend together after a while.
0: Yeah. But doesn't mean they're not fun.
1: Yeah, and also for me, I just thought of it too. Uh, like Metroid style platformers. I've definitely played way more of them, Metroidvanias, if you want. I know people hate that term. People hate the term shmup too, but
0: whatever. People hate everything. It's
1: true. But yeah, like uh, definitely those, like, you know, non linear platformer kind of games. I played a lot more of them last year than I ever played in my life beforehand.
0: Yeah, you should really play that game that I did last year, Carry On.
1: Oh, yeah, I do have it. I have to get around to playing it.
0: So fun. And yeah, it's like. So I'm so satisfying about just being the bad thing and just eating people and also being a Metroidvania. It's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, didn't that like not have like a real map to it though? That was the thing that I was like, I was kinda like, eh, that might get annoying.
0: Yeah, but the levels you can't even begin. I mean, each map, it's not a continuous level. So it's like or or it's not like a continuous map. So there's no backtracking. It's like you just gotta find a way out of the particular level you're at. So it's maze like. That's oh. why they, they consider it. And you do find powers, but there's zero backtracking.
1: Oh, okay. All right. That makes it a little better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so fun. All
1: right, cool. Now I'll definitely, I'll, I'll try to hit that. Cause that's only like, what, a five hour game, right? I heard it was short. Yeah,
0: yeah, you could bang that out real fast.
1: All right, I might need to do that. Cause I have fallen way behind in 23 for 23. <laughs> Fucking Tetris.
0: I, yeah, shit. I need to, I wanted to look back where we were last year at level 50 club.
1: Yeah, I think by now in level 50, I was in like the 20s for games, and I'm still at like six, maybe seven <laughs> for this year.
0: It is funny with the mentality shift of like, you're trying to, and it's not like you're hitting games that are particularly longer either. There's just a mentality, and you know, life, of course, keeps you busy.
1: But. Yeah, life, moving, moving definitely chews up time, and I think there's still a little bit of burnout from last year, too, from that mad rush to hit 50.
0: Yeah. Oh, Jim, I already have a plan for next year to really take it easy on ourselves. Ah. Still be a thing. Five and 25. Hell yeah. (laughs) Just one game for the entire year, but you got to play it all year long. Oh, wait. It's 24. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) What year is this? Where am I? Who am I? (laughs) Last stop from JD
1: Mains. Is Sam Adams a craft brewery anymore?
0: No. There's no way, the same way we talk about some of these others that, like, Yingling is considered the oldest brewery and like Sam Adams, you're, you're too big if you're distributed nationally you cannot be considered craft and I know there are some craft brewers that are really big but uh, they've been bought by larger companies and Sam Adams they may still, and I do believe they're still independently owned which is one of the criteria for craft but when I think craft I think like even Trogues. That's a huge brewery here, but I bet most people in California have never even heard of it. Now, maybe certain releases go out there, but honestly, it's 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 way more select. So, your Sierra Nevadas, your Sam Adams, all those, nah. I'm not considering them craft anymore.
1: Bri, you're like the hooker in Full Metal Jacket saying it's too big. No, no, no.
0: <sighs> I've never seen that. Oh, oh, Full Metal Jacket some reason i thought you meant what apocalypse now or something you no, you said no you said you said full metal jacket but i thought you don't ask me why i thought you meant um oh my god was it an officer and a an officer and a gentleman yes for some reason that's what i heard (laughs) don't ask me why jim i got nowhere else to go (laughs) god damn it no, Full Metal Jacket. Great, great reference, Jim. Jim, is Tetris going to turn you in the pile? I, it's getting there, Brian. <laughs>
1: I'm breaking. He's
0: sitting there with his the Switch on the toilet, just loading it. <laughs> just loading the
1: Joy-Con and taking it off, loading it on, dead stare in my eyes.
0: <laughs> oh, toilet dammit, being the perfect Jim. setting for me. It's it's, it's meant to be. Jim, you know we almost have to shoot that scene. <laughs> Yeah. What the fuck is this? I guess we do.
1: I guess we do. Maybe we'll make that a little $1 patron exclusive.
0: Jim. Oh. We get we get Console Wars. We get everyone. And we we have you held down. Instead of hitting you with soap, we hit you with Tetris pieces. Right. Don't give away all the gold. Jesus. We want more. No, that is a great question. I mean, Sam Adams, um, like I said. If you want to support a quote-unquote smaller brewery, that's better than the big brands, the the really macro. Um, and like I said, you could try to go by definition, and they may still kind of sneak their way in there by being independently owned. Um, but yeah, like, call it what you want. I, I think it's great beer. I'll say that. I haven't had a bad Sam Adams in I don't know how long. Even all their variety shit. Like, I've never had a bad one.
1: Yeah, I've never had a bad one either. I don't even think it's possible to have a bad one.
0: No, they still, they knock it out of the park with quality. So they give you the quality of a craft brewery, but at a national level.
1: That's another one like Guinness where back when I when we first started, we were like first getting into like craft beer. I would drink one of them. Or even before we did the page, I would like have one. You'd be like, oh, how can anyone drink this?
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, your t- taste really, really, really changed. Oh, yeah. I'll say that. Well, Jim, I, as we know, you you tend to be very, very negative at first in things, and then then you come around.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll say yeah. things suck until I actually try it. Yeah, you're de facto is right
0: away before you even hear it. now it, like it sucks. No, it sucks. I don't like it. No, no, no. Look at it. The thing I want that? No, I don't want that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's kind of the the weird odd choice where you're like, it's probably gonna be good. Yeah.
1: I, I have no argument this, this is me <laughs> this is what i am but yep that no, wraps up oh, sorry what are you saying no no
0: no i was just gonna say it is a great choice though don't ever avoid i'm not suggesting avoiding sam adams still they're a great brewery so give them a try
1: yep so that wraps up the questions for this week so once again thank you to craig for signing up and thank you to, for everyone for all the support thank you to zwick for the game suggestion so head on over to patreon check out the tiers Game review requests, movie review requests, bonus episodes. We do have to get around to doing our one for May. And, uh, yeah, all the other extra content we throw on there. And if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, wherever you're at, go sub on all those other different platforms. Leave some reviews. It helps us out.
0: Yeah. Guys, once again, we truly, truly appreciate it. All right, Chamber. So we already alluded to this, but uh, kind of a big win for Microsoft and Xbox with the uh, Activision Blizzard acquisition, which has been getting cock-blocked left and right by the UK, by the US. Well, the EU regulators, they just approved it.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so actually the title and the write-up is wrong, but yes, the European Union, their regulators went, uh, yeah, this works. So apparently it all kind of hinged on them. It all came down to cloud gaming once again. That's been the argument for almost all the regions that are trying to block it at this point. But uh, yeah, basically they were instructed that the EU, the European Commission has required Microsoft to license popular AB games automatically to competing cloud gaming services. So this will apply globally and will empower millions of consumers worldwide to play these games on any device they choose. So that was basically uh, the EU going, yeah, do this or we're gonna block it too. For competition and hurting the market. So, yeah. we, we, what was it, last week, two weeks ago, when the UK, so that's where I got confused because the UK CMA is different than the EU's regulators because the UK left the EU. Yeah. So, forgot about it, it. It's all stupid Brit bond <laughs> crap. It's all the same. It doesn't matter. But, they're yeah, just trying so, to
0: copy our style. That's all it is.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> they're getting smart. Don't tell me how to run my country, Williams. Yeah. Williams. But uh, but yeah, outside of that, uh, I mean, like the FTC in America is still blocking it. Japan's like still blocking it. The UK is still blocking it. So it's, it's still a long way to go for this acquisition if it's ever going to happen. But that's a big win to get the EU on your side.
0: I think it will because I think the basis of it is and what the EU is pointing out. And since that's going to set at least some kind of precedent, the thing is, they're offering a cloud. They offer 10-year licensing deals with their competitors. And even after those 10 years, they never claim they're going to go exclusive with this shit. As they even say in this and this all comes from the Verge, like they would actually be stupid to limit sales just they would lose so much money if they tried to do that that the conversion that they would hope for, that everyone that would that's buying playstations apparently only for call of duty would come over. That's not really a thing. So bless you. Now, yes, what I do believe is if if Microsoft let's 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 play this out. If Microsoft actually does this, no, they won't keep it console exclusive. But they'll probably have early release benefits. They'll probably have things like skins and certain things that are only exclusive to them, which as we've said many times, PlayStation has been doing for decades. So, there's no excuse. I'm starting to really think that this this will go through. They're going to be in, in legal hell for a while, but I do believe this is going to go through. My question, and I think I posed this when we talked about it, is... At what point does the value of Activision not hold up... Like. There has to be a point when Call of Duty can't always be the top. Like, as unfathomable as it is, at some point, something could... I mean, Fortnite came along, and that was the next big thing after COD was forever. COD changed its formula, and now it's right back up there. But something else will probably come. Is it still going to be worth that, whatever, to $68.7 billion?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, to your point, this is going to be definitely the point where Microsoft has to decide what it wants to be. Mm-hmm. Like, is it still going to try and have a place in the console market, or is it just going to try and really push for the streaming? Because if they're going to be forced into the, you know, letting everyone play it and they can still, and they willingly do it, you kind of think to yourself, all right, they're a streaming service that will put out consoles for people to play it on. That's going to be it at this point.
0: Dude, because I've Because you, you don't do
1: that if you want to stay in the console market and have competition. So at this point, it might as well. I mean, Microsoft never killed it in the console market anyway, outside of one time they were close.
0: And I've said many times, let Xbox handle all your network, your streaming, shit like that, your services. Let PlayStation do your hardware. Let Nintendo do your first party shit. Like, that's who does the best in each of those markets. And I don't ever want a monopoly, but like, that's what people are afraid of. And it is just hilarious how you... Like, what we just saw with Tears of the Kingdom. Like, that game just redefined, like, people waiting in lines and sales and game of the year. da 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 But here's the deal. Like, that doesn't mean that Xbox and PlayStation are hurting because they can't do that game. And I know I'm talking about a first-party game, but, like, Call of Duty does not singularly define PlayStation. So that's right. why, like, that basis, I can't believe, holds up with the FTC and CMA. You know, who knows what they're lobbied with and what kind of funds are being thrown their way to block it. But I don't know. But like yeah. I said, that's a huge win either way.
1: Yeah. So if you're a fan of this uh, merger, that's some good news for you. But, Bri, to divert real quick, I have two yeah. things of bad news. Uh Bad news the first. I just realized that on our Zoom recording, I'm using it to default to my goddamn computer microphone again. Because I, I muted my Yeti as I was sneezing, and I was like, how did he know I sneezed? Uh-oh. <laughs> so I just checked, and I'm like, oh good, this again. But at least on the Audacity, it's fine. So you don't have to worry about that. That's and then fine. rule number two, Brian Man just got killed by
0: Pokemon cards. So this is number one. I thought this was an AI-generated picture of Shia LaBeouf with a beard and a hair. Um, from Kotaku, our favorite. Uh, yeah, this man has been jailed for life. Now, that's a very interesting term if you actually read it all. So, a 31-year-old British man, Andrew H- Hogg, Hague. Hague, I, I um, believe
1: Hague. Actually, fun fact that I learned on *Rose Boredom, Robert Hague was the commander of the British Army during World War One called right. the butcher so i was
0: like i wonder if he's related but it was in
1: roast boredom that's how i learned all my history
0: <laughs> i mean that's a great place to learn history uh but yeah this guy was basically found guilty of murder of his 50 year old neighbor simon wilkinson uh they got into an argument and basically there's a lot of very odd things thrown in here where the guy who killed uh where andrew accused simon of one first he accused him of being a pedophile then he well, accused no i him- think
1: i think simon accused andrew of being a pedophile
0: oh i'm sorry You're. and right,
1: then you're andrew right. got pissed and like and he's got a history of mental health apparently and he was like he- you
0: called me a fucking nonce come here and freak me uh it wasn't i don't fucking, know why like it's irish said. so yeah it wasn't fucking that he said jim
1: no bright if you no, it's gotta be fucking. If you count up uh, all the you're, asterisks, you're right, you're right, you're yeah. Right. I thought it was the other at first too, but then I counted and yeah. I was like, "Wait, number a second, one, this I didn't know up.
0: what the fucking notes is." Yeah, I mean that's uh, you know, it's Tuesday, isn't it—I don't know. Yes. It's
1: some stupid Brit term,
0: but yeah. So this guy who's been off his meds, then I definitely missed some of those pieces. This is where it gets worse. So this guy has been off his meds, decided to hit his neighbor with his bag, which apparently held tins of Pokemon cards. And then once the guy was down and hurt, in an act of mercy, he picked up some wood to finish him off and finish devastating blows to the head.
1: I'm just imagining him, like, smushing it with this wood block, like, in freaking Sin City. What oh, happened to, like, the uh, yellow guy?
0: Well, that's, I mean, okay, let, let's imagine us. A bag filled with, like, four or five. I, I know what card tins are, so, yeah, they're pretty hard. But, like, let's say you him three or four times. The worst is that guy might just be on the ground bleeding, kind of like, what the fuck? He, he like, I don't want to hear an act of mercy, and we know this guy's fucking nuts. Right. picks up wood and finishes the job. And I don't like that this article suggests he's going away, or he was charged um, with murder and could be sentenced to life. Because, one, really what they sentence him to is to stay in... Um, like a high-security psychiatric ward, but worst case, like minimum sentence is 17 years. I guess in the UK they're a lot more lenient with the term life because when I think like 17 years, I'm like, that's what people get sent away for for drugs here in the U.S.
1: Yeah. That's a whole other argument because the drug laws here are fucked up. But, yeah, yeah. 17 years for, you know, a guy admitting to killing a guy, that seems a little light.
0: Yeah, it's not, and it's like okay, it's not premeditated, but you murdered a dude. And seventeen years, like, and the, granted, once again, I know I'm stating that's minimum, and they're keeping him psychiatric ward and whatever. But like, ooh, that's um, that that's pretty goddamn crazy. So I don't know that that's one of those things. Is like, what I what I'm glad i This is where I'm really glad I'm not the internet guy. Cause I can only imagine, the the people who right away go to the dark humor of it and want to make memes of it and want to like, like, you know, like do, show a Pokemon card with like attack complete like the the type of shit that I come across yeah critical attack
1: shit. or whatever shit like yeah. that
0: yeah where I'm like but but yeah it's such an odd goddamn thing to like, who I don't know that that it's such it's such a weird one when you saw yeah. that. Was it sent to you, or did you did that just come across your timeline?
1: I think that got dropped into Discord. Mm. I think it was either, like, Ikari or Max. I forget who exactly, but, yeah, I think that got dropped in there.
0: Mm. You know, it's ironic, and... Well, well, it's really not ironic. It's just coincidental. Um, <clears throat> my son, who... He's only getting into Pokemon, because after his karate lessons, if they do good, the instructor will give out some cards. So now I have a whole book of Pokemon, and I had to yesterday or two days ago organizes shit alphabetically and I'm going through I'm like, I don't know if any of these are good, so I already thought, I was like I'm going to have him come to you and ask if any of these are good. So I actually never, never really played
1: the Pokemon card game. I couldn't tell him.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah, but I don't know, like, rarity. I don't know shit about Pokemon cards. I assume it's like magic to a degree. Yeah, if it's um,
1: shinier or more reflective, then it's probably more rare.
0: Yeah, so... Does, do you really think? This brings me to a question. Do you think? I know it's nowhere near how big it was in the nineties. Competitive card gaming, not just collecting, but actually the game. Do you think that shit's like anywhere near the levels it used to be, um, or do you think I, it's like so really small and very very niche? I don't know. I think Magic
1: and Yu Gi Oh are still going pretty strong. Like I think Magic might be hurting because they're releasing so many like. Gimmick and licensed property decks at this point. Maybe they're just trying to get all the money they can where they can. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like I still think it's doing pretty good. I think Wizards might have had like a loss last year, but I can't remember. It's like, and I know Yu Gi Oh alienated like a lot of their fan base with uh, like just how off the wall the friggin' card games become the last couple of years. But I mean, I still think it's got a pretty good following. But maybe just because we're not as like in that, you know, that prime years to really pay attention. We don't know, and we're not involved yeah. in it either.
0: Well, that's my question: is like if you had to give a your very uneducated off the top of your head guess, I'd say US, still big, but not as big. But in the U.S., what do you think? hundred thousand people actively play it, not I mean, collect, sure it, not not collect, but like actively go to those stores like you did, like getting competition, shit like that.
1: No, no, we got close to 400 million people. I'm sure at least a million or two are going to these places and playing. I'm trying to say that's a safe bet.
0: Interesting. Now, this guy, uh, I hope they keep him away for longer than 17 years, because being off your meds, you're going to do that shit.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a menace to society there. Yeah, just a little bit.
0: Just just, just a wee bit. And, and, and here in the UK, is only worried about blocking Microsoft. Who's the bad guys now?
1: Mm -mm. Look, look, Brian, are you even a real country if you like Marmite? That's a real question you have to ask yourself.
0: (laughs) Have you ever had that shit?
1: No, I do want to try it. It looks disgusting.
0: Well, it's Marmite and, well, Vegemite's the one I know.
1: Vegemite's the big one in Australia, yeah. Marmite's the big one in Europe.
0: What, like, what is it actually made of?
1: Uh, I forget what marmite is. I know Vegemite's like a veggie, vegetable like ground in like some kind of like molassesy paste kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's I don't like know They're, they're what both is... like a pasty kind of spread. I just forget what marmite is. Fucking
0: UK man, the, the goofy shit they come up with. But That, that, that spread. It is a
1: stick, darky brown paste with distinctive salty, powerful flavor and heady aroma. Distinctive taste. God damn it! Just fucking,
0: just tell me what's <laughs> in the goddamn shit. <laughs>
1: Fucking goddamn Jim, Google.
0: they're doing to you what you do to me when I say, what's the beer? And then you read the label. <laughs> All
1: right. Vegemite is a little bit more compact. It isn't as spreadable as Marmite is, but the flavor is different. What What is the difference? God. All right, I'm not clicking on a thousand articles. I don't care anymore.
0: <laughs> Jim, the real question is, God, why must everything be so hard? I know you would try it, but have you ever seen that shit in the States? Like even specialty stores? No, I've never seen it. Like, I know, I know random places.
1: I feel like you have to go to, like, a fucking bodega. And it'll be, like, one of those ones that'll have, like, an international section. And then it'll have, like, probably, like, a row of that crap in there.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, around us, I know there's a lot of little Spanish markets that have, like, specific, very, like, Spanish, like, products. Like, Puerto Rican, Mexican, everything. There's no, like, European, UK bodegas or markets where you can look, look right just because
1: you jim. see rice and beans in the same aisle doesn't mean that you're in the spanish section all right
0: i racist. said stores god damn it racist <laughs> Rice right and straight for me god damn it jim <laughs> you son of a bitch oh look at tortilla <laughs> fuck god damn it jim all right so just you wait we're gonna get some uk folks because i know they've listened we're gonna get them to send us some goofy shit you're gonna eat it all you're going yes, to ve- eat a whole tub of Vegemite and see how what it does to you. Oh
1: god. <laughs> Got a feeling it's going to be the same uh, color going in and out.
0: I hope it's but, the same
1: color going in and out.
0: By the way, can I speak of one quick tangent? Remember the goddamn weird sodas we did? Yes. Have you been seeing these canned ranch soda or ranch waters? No. Ew. What? Ew. I hope that's just a name, but I don't think it is. It's literally Ranch water. Like, we did those ranch sodas, and... And the ranch was... The ranch soda was one of the least awful of them. Which was surprising, because I thought for sure that would be the worst, but I... Yeah.
1: Corn. Fucking corn.
0: Fucking... Oh, that corn. That was... People can't appreciate how bad it was corn water. Like, I'm pretty sure they just boiled corn and dumped it in there. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's all they did.
1: Go to the store. Get some Green Giant. Get a can. Strain it out.
0: Drink it. Yeah. Oh... But yeah, no the uh, ranch water. I saw that actually. It might have even been in uh, the the beer store that's near me, the the big place. I forget the name of it, but I saw like cans of it. So I'm like, I don't know if there's alcohol in it too. But I was like, even for like a whatever, I don't want really to get that for us.
1: Actually, on another tangent, so we bitch all the time about like the minimalism and marketing mm-hmm. with the beers and shit. So. Uh, in, like, the water aisle. Like, you have that stupid liquid death crap. Which,
0: which I just tried.
1: How is that? Like, I kind of want to try, but I'm like, it's just going to be water, right? Or carbonated so, water?
0: you know what it is? What I, I will say it has going for it is, there's something about drinking out of a can that I can drink it so much faster than a bottle. And I fuck huh. up a bottle of water. But yeah. there is something about drinking it out of the can. Like, you do feel like... I, I, I can't describe it. It is something like, yeah, at the end of the day, it is just water. Now, granted, it's it's good because anyone that says I did this with my work friends, there is a complete different taste to every bottled water. And there's a notable difference because we did blind taste tests and we're like, yeah, there is differences. That is a good one. And when it's cold, it's really good. But it's just there's something weird, like mentally, like when I drink a beer, I tend to just drink it fast. Like I tend to chug those when I had them. I didn't have any of the flavored ones. I had the regular ass, just water. So is it, is it
1: worth the bucks sixty per can?
0: Um, is that how much it is? Because I got a case of the really big, not even bigger than bomber size. I don't even know how many ounces was in it. Yeah. Um, I think I got that for like twelve bucks. So I I don't know how much it was, but uh, for a try. Give it a try. Like, if you're someone who likes... And I know you like drinking, like, monsters and shit and... Well, when yeah. you did. Yeah, I don't do
1: it anymore because the old ticker wasn't enjoying
0: it. <laughs> so, I think you would be someone who would, like, be surprised that if you don't drink much water, that might be an easy way to get you drinking water.
1: Oh, okay. No, I do drink me a lot of water, but... Oh, uh, fine. Fucking, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, just but give no, it back to, one
0: shot, yeah.
1: Yeah, but back to my point. So, you know how he, there's goddamn, like, the craft beers that's just a white label with black text? Uh-huh. As like, ooh, like Johnny's Craft Beer. Uh, there is a boxed water brand that is just called Water is Better from a Box with just a plain white cardboard and black lettering. And I got so goddamn mad when I saw it, and I should have snapped the picture.
0: Was it in, like, so I assume it's just in a, like, uh, it was a, a bladder. Giant. But I'm saying, like, it's in a bladder in a box, just like wine. It, it,
1: that, or maybe it's just, like, a big high C. How it has is that it, kind of like.
0: Is it any different than the old Deer Parks where they would be the long thing with the spout that you would pull out? You know what I'm talking about, where they were like rectangular, so they would fit in your fridge. You held them by a handle. It was Deer Park wooders that were just in a plastic, like almost like carrying style, and the spout would come out. I used to always have them in my house, so I'm sure you've seen them.
1: I'm sure uh, I've seen them. No, I don't think so. I'll have to get one and see.
0: Yeah. God, people always try to be clever with their shit.
1: I just got so goddamn mad because I'm so sick of it from the craft beer world. I was like, fuck. Ah, uh, you, you water people. Now you can feel my pain.
0: Dude, I'm at the point, it's funny because while doing no IPA of May, one of the people we're talking with, Retro Brews, finds some of the most amazing can art and I've gone to, out of my way to find some places near us. I am so bored by the fucking can art and the more and more I see these people put up there, like, it doesn't even have to be just like trying to be clever, but it's so goddamn boring. Like, where's the god where is the effort in putting into your labels? I don't get it.
1: Right, you gotta put some love into the things you love. You know what? You know what love is, Brian? Love is waiting in line for hours for the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. But not everyone out there is looking down too kindly on those people who are excited for their little game, the little tchotchke. So this week we got a gamers mad, Brian.
0: And this one
1: got spread all around gaming Twitter. And so this comes from uh, the Trad Feminine, who says, I am Which her name is Lex. Lex, and then some, like, I don't know, some ribbon, some stupid picture. I I, I don't know. Yeah. Right. She is a God-fearing woman. Escape the Matrix and find a good woman. 100% free resources in my telegram. Definitely, definitely not a grift, Brian. No grifting to be found here.
0: Well, that... so I, I I tagged you in this. and I know other people tagged. Up, like as soon as it popped up, she's basically and I'm showing the picture while we speak. She says, I am shocked. This is the line of GameStop. So many people waiting for a video game. They could do so much more like gym, working on business, reading. Instead, they waste their life. Now, there is part of me that is like, I know this is bait. I know this is just there to to spark it up because if you look at her whole feed, it's like you, you get it. You know what she's about. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that there are people that truly, truly in their hearts believe that. And we, I've seen a few different takes on this. I've seen a lot of people we know who actually were in those lines. I see a lot of people where it's like they were commenting on this and we have an article to talk about from Kotaku, which kind of shits on this as well. Here's the deal. I mentioned earlier the Tears of the Kingdom. I got a little bit of FOMO. I... My initial gut when when hearing about Tears of the Kingdom and everything was like you. Like, kind of go negative. Like, it's not going to be that good. It's going to be overrated. Who the fuck cares? But seeing all of our friends who were so excited actually got me excited for them. I'm like man, like, I am so happy that so many people are gonna get the thing that's gonna give them so much joy. Like, the number of people are like, I'm calling out of work, I'm getting hyped up, like, that got me excited. I'm like, dude, I haven't seen a game do that in such a long time where I don't even think Breath of the Wild did that shit. And, you know... Well, Breath of the
1: Wild was also so drastically new, everyone was kind of a little more cautious with it, even though, like, that did hope to switch like you know burst into the scene like right out of the gate as a launch title
0: thousand percent but like you and i we still no matter what we're we're gonna do the call of duty shit just because it is also just a fun night like we're gonna fuck off take off work and drink and play games um but a game that has done this i honestly can't think because of digital because everything else When was the last time we've really had a release do this, other than a Call of Duty release?
1: Yeah, and even then, like you know, COD doesn't do that anymore. Uh, Mm. For a midnight release this big, I I couldn't tell you. Um, that is a that is a damn good question. I can't think of anything. Because we we, like I don't think even Elden Ring had like you know crazy midnight releases for people and shit. Like I know some did it, but not like this.
0: And that's the uh, thing is like no Nintendo
1: title since Breath of the Wild or before this really did it.
0: No, Mario Odyssey didn't do it. Like there's there has been a Nintendo title once. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like it's that that honestly to my core. My my gut was I'll be negative. Then I was just like I was really happy. I was like, "Man, so many of our friends like that excitement I can remember being that excited for a game." And it made me miss it, which is why I said I got the FOMO, which is why I was like, you know what? Let me let me dive back into Breath of the Wild. Um, I feel like that is one of the most fun things. Because, you, you know what? Honestly, it's not just kids. It's dudes our age. It's dudes in their 20s. Dudes in their 40s. Moms taking their kids. that are standing in that line. And it's like, you're all there to have that excitement. You know the next day is going to be fucked. And there are people out there that still... Which is shocking. Look at video games like a complete waste of time. Where I'm like, then why, you could apply that to anything. Like if, you know, I look at her, it's like, you could be working on your business. It's like, well, these people are doing the shit at midnight. So you should probably just be sleeping if you're not doing something you love. But it's like, everyone else, do you give shit to people when they just watch TV? When they are constantly on Twitter, when they're watching YouTube, when they're reading, but all they're reading is nonfiction and it's a complete horseshit. Like, video games are still that easy target to kind of shit on by people who aren't invested in it at all. And I'm kind of curious, like, I know the stigma's lifted a lot. Do you think there will be a day that it's completely just gone? Um,
1: I mean, it's going away more and more by, you know the year by the generation, so yeah, it'll probably be a time when it's basically completely gone. Or, you know, by the time it's completely gone, who knows what even gaming will be like by then. That's
0: true. Yeah, she did
1: follow it up saying, I don't care if people play video games, I would only advise to do it after accomplishing something as a reward. The problem is waiting in line for hours for a game that you could have bought online or later. Which... Fine. Like, fair point. Fine. I I don't care. Here's the thing. Here, I guess here's my hot take. I don't care about posts like this anymore. Oh, and no, like, yeah. And, like, when I see, like, all of gaming Twitter, like, and not to bash anyone, obviously, but, like, when they're all, like, doing their hot take to, like, dunk on her, it's like, like, you know, you're, you're doing what they wanted. Like, you're sharing their posts and getting eyes on them and crap like that. Yeah. But, and, like, what you're not going to say anything that's going to be drastically different from anyone else defending the people online, because I, I don't need to see 10,000 people saying let people enjoy things. Like, it's a given. Fine. Like, how many times do we have to go through this? It's, like, once a year.
0: Well I love people who are like oh but I like they decided you could tell they don't follow her. They dig did enough do research they're like but yeah but you would stand in line for makeup or something and she's like well that got sent to me because I promote it. Like 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 they're trying to reverse bash her and that goes back to like why I can't ever be the Twitter guy. Or, like I can't care enough about shit like like you can't give your energy and your time to somebody write something stupid like that like Jim just said they're trying to bait you because no view no comment no interaction is bad for the algorithm so even you bashing her quote that quote tweeting is the funniest thing because you just gave them the maximum engagement possible and it's like if you really want to not care just click the little thing and say not interested in this and then don't interact at all just walk away from it but like
1: but but people need people need the head that the head pads and the updates for everyone to be like yeah you're right fuck this girl it's like yeah fine whatever
0: but i don't care like i you know what i do believe it though do i as as a gamer do i believe some people can waste their potential in life with games sure yeah yeah i but i believe that with everything i believe it with sports with drugs with movies with books you can waste your potential with absolutely anything. Whatever you use as your escapism, enjoyment, stress reliever, you can overdo it, of course. You can be a fucking sex addict. Like, it doesn't matter what the uh, thing Brian, is. Bro, that's called
1: being a cool addict.
0: <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I, I just look at all that and I go, yeah, it is funny to me that people still have that take but she put that bait out there man did people bite because it's yep. at how, how many views right now five point some million
1: uh, some shit like that I already just clicked out of it <laughs> I, I think that's a problem why like I, I'll never be like you know more popular for you know take off more on the internet because I can't pretend to care about dumb shit like this
0: Jim <laughs> you can't c- care about a lot of things. Yeah, it's a good point. You, you throw an opinion out there, which uh, at most most times is like it doesn't consider the truth. You'll you'll do the headline response. You'll see the headline, you'll give a response, and you're like, Yeah, so I mean, so I fall for it all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, we all do. But it's like, but you unabashedly will just go, Yeah, I don't care, I don't read it, <laughs> and then you just walk away, and, and it's like, God damn! But then you never. The thing with you is you never look. You're the kid that keeps touching fire. Al, it's hot. All right, I'll come back in two months. Ow, it's hot. <laughs> uh, one
1: time it might not be, Brian. Stupid.
0: <laughs> you never know unless
1: you try, dummy.
0: Here's a question for you. Other than COD, and even at this point, we don't... We do the mid... Actually, no, we still do midnight release. But if... Do you yeah, think Even though it's
1: technically a- like 10 p.m. now, or...
0: I know, it's so weird now. But is there a franchise or a game or something that you think realistically could get you like if you pulled up and there was a line like that that you could be like I'm going to stand in it That or is there just a game in general that you think could get you that hyped up for
1: I can't think of anything like maybe if the same people who did Streets of Rage 4 do like a Streets of Rage 5 maybe I would take off the next day and like you know, re- you know stay up and play it and do like the immediate release and crap like that and maybe get sucked in since I know it's something I will like. But besides, I can't think of anything I would put that much time into—not put that much time into, but like put that much like hype and effort into getting right away.
0: Yeah, because I think with you, like, I...
1: <laughs> adult me is going to be like, man, that'll be a lot of work to catch up on next week. Is it? Is it worth that hassle? Might as well just go into work.
0: Jim, is that is is that thought a little sad to you?
1: It's extremely sad to me, Brian. <laughs>
0: Well, that's why I the, said. The, fe- I-
1: the fear of the inbox keeping me from enjoying things. Yes, Brian, that is very sad.
0: <laughs> well, then that's why I'm saying, don't you think you should reclaim a little bit? Because guess what? If you if you truly ignore that inbox, what's really going to happen? It doesn't really matter.
1: They always send follow-up emails.
0: Yeah. The same way you're saying it doesn't matter for the games, doesn't matter for the inbox. I'm trying to get you to re- re- reclaim your joy gem. <laughs> I want you to beat Tetris, avoid no Sonic, joy. and There is no joy. <laughs>
1: there is no joy. There's only losing in Tetris. That's all my <laughs> life is now. That's all I'm being beaten down to.
0: Like I said, even me, and as much as I, I may even gain more than you, but like, I can't think of it like, even, there's, even Resident Evil, my favorite, there's nothing they could come out with where I'd go. Oh my God. Like, the level of excitement people had for this Tears of the Kingdom, I don't think I can, like, I'm the same way. I I can't name something for you that I would be like, oh, my God. And that's like, fuck, man. I want to be able to find that next that next thing that, like, would get me there. It's interesting. But like I said, let people, like you said, the thing you hate to hear, let people enjoy it. But more than anything, uh, when people want to shit on you for your enjoyment, just don't engage. Be like me. Don't go on the Internet. Just avoid it. And let your friends like Jim tell you all about it.
1: Yep, I do. (laughs) I am Jesus in that way. Thank you, Brian.
0: But, I mean, to expand upon that, we have a link here from Kotaku, who, of course. they Kotaku with the Rage
1: headline? (laughs) Who would have (sighs) thought?
0: So their headline is, no. They've they've
1: gone hard with the Rage bait over Tears of the Kingdom. Smartly. I'll say smartly. Which is smart. I was going to
0: say, they have to do it. Because if they did a 180 and, like, started praising the ever-loving shit out of it. It would be bad. And I actually went. had
1: an article that I kind of agree with where it's like, no, it's good that a website gave the Tears of the Kingdom a 6 out of 10. I saw that just, too. And everyone's just like, oh, they're just, you know, still mad at Tears of the Kingdom. It's like, no, that's like actually like, it's good to see people who don't just blindly like, you know, praise the game. Dude. Because like, don't, speak- don't forget that like Skyward Sword on the Wii, people gave 10s to, And now it's like one of the most like divisive ones. So the hype will die down eventually, like it always does.
0: And can I say that is one of the things... I mean, obviously, we're biased. And if you look at, like, there's a whole bunch of things that article and other things exposed. But, like, the way these companies have admitted, like, yeah, like, we're going to give these games these really high scores because that's what's expected almost. Yeah, and
1: Gamergate was right. There we go. There. Gamergate was right. There you go. Thanks, thanks everyone. Fine. It took you 10 years, but at least you proved it. At least you admitted it.
0: I, it's just one of those weird things. It's like, can we just all admit it's odd to see a game unanimously get nothing lower than 9.5 out of 10. That like, And yeah, I do want to see. You know what? I will never read one of those other ones. I want to see the one that goes, this really is a 7 or a 6 or whatever to score it. Now, if it was like a 4, I'd be like, all right, they're just being spiteful bitches. But even if I saw an 8 out of 10, I'd click on that before because I'd want to go, hmm, I'm curious what they actually say.
1: Yeah, and you know what, like, from, what I'm, like, you know, obviously I'm the internet guy. hey, lucky me. Uh, like, it's definitely, like, a 95, it's, like, a 90-10 ratio of, like, absolutely loving it to people who, like, aren't impressed with it that I've seen. And yeah. the ones who aren't impressed are just, like, yeah, it's just kind of Breath of the Wild, but with more crafting. Like, they just consider it DLC, where everyone else is, like, no, but you can do this, and it's the openness that you can do with everything that, like, makes it different, and the more dungeons and stuff, so it's, like... Yeah, it's kind of what you see with the actual reviews, where most are seemingly loving it, and then there's the some over to the side who aren't as impressed. But, it, you know, they have their own points as well that are probably really valid. Can I don't I, know, because I'm never going to get around to this, probably.
0: So I'm I'm going to get around to it, but here's the deal. Can I take this on a quick tangent before we get to, to Kotaku? I've reposted purposely to you or or retweet it. Like, I was joking with someone. I don't know why legend of zelda specifically has this appeal of female gamers more than most games we've joked about it like the amount of girl gamers who happen to just love this game and be overly obsessed with it is higher than i would say most other games and that's a fair statement
1: yeah it's like zelda animal crossing and pokemon that's probably the ones that the uh female gamers are probably more likely to be really into
0: But, like, a lot of my friends at work who I've talked to for years now have never once mentioned a game. And one of them was like, oh, I'm getting Tears of the Kingdom. And I was like, I didn't even know you played the game. They're like, well, I haven't since, like, Ocarina of Time. Like, that's the only game they've ever played. And it, like, amazed me. I was like, holy shit. There's this weird connection there with, with, like, I joke, it's like, is Legend of Zelda a girl's game? Like... I don't understand how it has the appeal because think back to when we were kids in grade school and high school i could not name you one friend of mine that was a girl that actually played a video game other than they would come to the arcade with us like at home they didn't have an nes they didn't have a super Gen, a sega genesis a super nes none of that now it's like we know tons of them and obviously we're exposed to more people and we're in circles where we're looking for those who are interested in games but uh, Zelda crossed all the barriers and has for a really long time and I'm, I don't know why that is but it, it it kind of brings me to the point of like I love that about the game but it's like what is it about it? And then I look at a game like this, and my joke to some of the people I've talked to, I was like, you know it's a game where people are just going to craft giant dicks, like, doing things. And, and how. So many and, dick monsters. <laughs> dick monsters, uh, dicks beating the giant bosses that you just swirl around in the path, uh, giant robots with dicks on the front of it that shoot flames. And then I love, like, it's literally... I honestly consider this like Fortnite at this point. Like, they, they're building walking mechs with, like, lasers. No, Brian. And it's like...
1: Brian, Zelda put Minecraft autism into Zelda, and it's fucking genius.
0: No, it is. And it's like, like we said, the open world creativity. You're, I can't imagine how much more is actually going to be built into this game. But it is so impressive. At the same time, it's like... You know, the immature people like what's going to get all the highlights is not going to be something super impressive. It's going to be a giant dick rocket that kills Ganon or whatever whoever the bad guy is in this game. Um, it's like does Nintendo? Do you think Nintendo knew that was going to happen, or that always ends up just being the byproduct?
1: They don't care. Dollar signs, all free <laughs> marketing.
0: I don't know, like.
1: Maybe Miyamoto Be- sitting there going, "My baby, what have you done to my baby?" But there's probably a part of them that knew what they were doing. We were talking you- about the uh, the the tentacle rape country, so they they, they know
0: things. They know things come from. When you well here here if you give people question. the tools,
1: Brian, perversion will
0: come. There there was a good question posted. Maybe it was by Grant or somebody else, but like it literally was somebody. And I've seen so many videos now of like somebody building basically a walking tank with lasers. They're like, "Is this even Zelda anymore?" like no. like uh, uh of what it is it's like and is that a good thing or a bad thing because on one hand you could be like uh they're expanding their horizons they're they're not just sticking to the same old formula um i don't know but like thinking of zelda when i see someone build a stealth bomber <laughs> in a game like uh, is that really what like you should be doing in hyrule uh, But then again, like, I'm not not that you should put... Yeah, is it like a a classic Zelda game? God,
1: no. Is it something they should do with every Zelda game going forward? Probably not. You know, don't (laughs) blow your load. But Zelda's always been good, for better or for worse, about reinventing itself, too. So I can't see them really sticking with this gimmick for, like, the next release. But I could be wrong. Who knows?
0: Uh, Well, that's what I was going to say, though. Do you think, like, this... I haven't checked into sales... I imagine this even blew... Breath of the Wild was huge. Between the Wii U and the Switch, I'm sure yeah. it sold gazillion. I imagine, just by seeing the hype of the lines and everything else we talked about, God damn it, you with those tissues. Um, I,
1: it needs to be done. I don't care.
0: Uh, it, I have to imagine this is going to sell double what Breath of the Wild did. Because now you had the proven hype of Breath of the Wild, the crazy reviews... And now, just like you're saying, it's tapping into a market of like, you can really do whatever you want. I think it's probably gonna sell even better.
1: Yeah, uh, Brian. To answer your question, as of March 2023, Breath of the Wild was just shy of 30 million at
0: 29.8. So that's pretty fucking huge. Yeah, but I still think this will beat it. I don't know. We'll see. But 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 going back to Kotaku, I needed to take us on that tangent because I was like. Did, did Zelda creators really want walking robots with lasers? Probably not. But maybe that's the beauty of this. But this guy... Actually, not guy. Uh, Alyssa... Mercanti? Mercanti. Um, yeah, no, I will not be waiting in a Zelda Tears of the Kingdom line. Thank you. And then she basically goes on to just say, she lives in New York where it's dangerously close to 90 degrees. Calm your tits. No, it's not. Like... Yeah, it did get a little warm, but let's not act like it's like summer heat. And it goes in this bless you, goes in this long tirade of oh, like you know, you have this this crazy line, she didn't know what it was all about, and then she realized, oh no, there's Joan, bless you, Jonas Brothers are at Rough Trade. I'm assuming that's a venue. But then she continued to go to work, come back out, and no, it she was right. There's a huge crowd in front of the Nintendo store uh, waiting for Tears of the Kingdom. She considered going in there because she wasn't going to play that game. She had to point that out. But someone at Kotaku may want to. And then she said, no way. Why would I do this? Because I could still just download it right now. It's available on the eShop. Why would you ever stand in this line? And then she kind of walks it back and says like what I did, which is this is starting to feel nostalgic for when people did this before the digital rush and everyone doing this. And But she still kind of like, she walks it back just enough, but then still goes, yeah, but this is still goddamn ridiculous. Why would you do this? You know like, what this especially is? Especially for this game. This is a nothing article. It's this, is a so nothing, nothing. this is a
1: nothing article that they just had a headline they know would get clicks. And suckers like us to talk about it because it's easy content. But yeah, I mean... It's basically a harmless article. It's going, I want to do this, but it's kind of cool people are doing it. That's all it is. It's a two-sentence article. That's all the fuck it is.
0: With a lot of gibberish padding. I almost wanted her to stay hard in the paint. Like, if you're going to say it's stupid, commit to it. Don't walk it back a little bit. Or have a complete arc and really go into, I thought it was stupid. It's really not. This is actually pretty cool. But it's so half-assed where it really makes me think, like, does Kotaku really edit their writers at all? Like, is there any QC on their end? Or do they just say like, yeah, your personality is pretty good. If you get enough views, whatever, just publish whatever you want at this point. I, I can't tell what their process is. Obviously, we know it's fucked. But that article really made me go like, what is their goal? I don't get it. Is it just just to be contrarians I it's just
1: bait. Know. It's just to be Beatty and to get some easy clicks for AdSense. It's all. I big. guess
0: it, you know what? I guess it would be interesting. Like, see, you, <laughs> you would be an interesting game journalist. <laughs> you would have a lot of hot takes on a lot of games. They'd be like, I don't think Jim actually played this game. I think he just read the description and wrote an article <laughs> on this thing. <laughs> oh, Brian,
1: I would play the games, and I would have my real. I would have my real opinions. I'm just waiting for the next one of those, oh, what's your gaming hot take that'll get people like this uh, thing to spread around so I can drop my unironic opinion of Shadow the Hedgehog being better than Sonic Adventure
0: 2 and just put that out into the ether. I mean, we've done... Honestly, there's been time... I mean, I'm not there, but the fucking hate that I've seen... I guess it's been... Amped I'm not saying it. Shadow
1: isn't bad. Shadow is yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, But the amount of hate it gets compared to other bad games that people actually consider good in that franchise.
0: Uh-uh. Well, uh, you and I have been pretty much on the same page uh, with Resident Evil 4. And our page comment Diamond that. Dallas? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, about how, like, we didn't like where it took us. It's the reason we have 5 and 6. And how 6... oversave its welcome but you know what that first campaign is actually really fun and you can't argue that you have content out the ass even though it way oversays its welcome oh yeah the amount of hate that game gets where i'm like yeah but you should also apply some of this hate to the end of resident evil 4 as well like like there's some and even resident evil 5 the amount of hate that game gets it's like it really wasn't that bad relax
1: yeah, no, I agree. It's it's yeah. fun, It's fun. funny how the gamers get their little hive uh, hive mind mindset on certain things.
0: Mm-hmm. That's why we got to break it all, Jim.
1: That's goddamn right.
0: <laughs> Jim, speaking of breaking the mold and our last topic for tonight, um, <laughs> these guys, I feel like they'd be fun to drink with. But uh, <clears throat> from gamer.com, there was a PS5 Dark Plate Company. That is selling Tears of the Kingdom Switch decals with secret message to Nintendo. Now, this company is called D Brand, and a couple years ago, uh, when the PS5 was releasing a PS2-style uh, PS5, this company was selling kind of knockoffs. Now,
1: well, it was basically because you can change the faceplates, so they were selling their yeah, own knockoff ones.
0: Exactly. So they were doing the, the matte black with the blue, all that. And, and someone on Twitter, but ones that like
1: match official ones, It match. That's, yeah, it that's the, that's the rub. That's not just hue. like they're making their own designs.
0: Yeah. yeah. And same Hugh And someone back then was like, yo, you better be careful. Like Sony catches company. And they kind of were like, we hope they do. And they were being really cocky about it. And they and in their response, they felt satisfied and saying like, we don't have any logos. Our name is very different, and like we this is actually very legal to do. And well, and, and Sony kind of let it go. I mean, eventually they did, they did drop it. But now they're fucking. They, they with did the a whole season assist on them. Yeah, yeah, but now they're fucking with a whole other beast, and they're, they're these stickers called Clone of the Kingdom, which color scheme the style whatever you want to call of the symbols it's tears of the kingdom slash this breath of the wild to a t and they're selling it for 50 bucks um and they're basically their ad on their site is saying like you could spend like upwards of uh what is it $360, (laughs) their their exact thing is, you see, when one of the world's most litigious companies announces a $360 price tag to replace your Switch with a limited edition variant, only dbrand is up to the challenge of charging you slightly less than a creative reinterpretation of their overpriced novelty console. If a dollar saved is a dollar earned, Clone of the Kingdom is the easiest $310 you'll ever make. So they're saying like instead of doing this limited edition bullshit, which is overpriced. Uh, yeah, they're not they're not entirely wrong. They're they're not wrong, and and I like their stance. And
1: right, they're right for the wrong reasons,
0: damn it. Yeah, yeah, but fuck Nintendo. Like we've talked about this. Now, I agree. The article goes on to basically talk about like this shit with Gary Bowser, how he's got to pay a quarter of his wages for the rest of his life. And we, we already addressed it. Like It's not probably really going to come out to that, but they're really holding him to task, and he's going to be paying Nintendo for a while. Nintendo's not a company that's going to let shit go lightly, So... They're, I think, really trying to cash in. Maybe they have just a really crazy legal team. I don't know what the...
1: The the end of the article basically says that they seem to be the type of company that, like, they want to go viral, get as many sales as they can, and then when they get a and d they just stop. Yeah. So quick hits for money. And that worked with Sony, but the article's going, be careful with Nintendo, because they are not... Like, they won't just do a and d Like, they will sue you.
0: That's what I'm curious about. Like... We know Nintendo are some uh, vindictive pricks when it comes to this shit. Do you think they just do the C&D? I mean, or do you think they dive in to figure out how much these guys actually sold and that will determine if they're going to sue?
1: You know what? When I was first reading it, I was like, eh, hopefully it's just a and d but they're, they're, they're a little too cocky. Like, I get that's how they're going to get their viral marketing, but... I don't know, when you're poking the bear that much, part of me is kind of like, no, no. not I know, like, kind of hope Nintendo just smacks them to earth a little bit.
0: But do you, how many people do you think would actually buy this?
1: Oh, not enough that it's going to be any kind of competition or make any kind of dent at all. But Nintendo is definitely the type of company that likes to send a message to and yeah. make an example out of people. So I could definitely, like, I don't know, man. I would never want to poke that bear.
0: No, no. I, I agree with that. But I'm saying, like, also, if you're going to poke a bear, Nintendo's not like a... You're... It's not Yogi. Yeah, they're 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 pretty fucked. They're not like some indie developer that you're hassling. Like they're, they're yeah, notoriously if, dicks.
1: If Sony is like Yogi Bear, Nintendo, when it comes to this shit, is the revenant.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I, I I don't know. I'm very curious to see what actually comes out of this. Um, like you said, if it's just a quick cash grab. How long do you think the state... I guess that's my question. How long do you think so? We're recording this right now on the 15th. Do you think it stays till the end of the month? Before Nintendo catches wind? I mean, I guess, once again, it's like, how much publicity does this company actually get? What do you think? Best case, they sell 100? I don't even I mean, know they, if they, they sell might, that They many. might
1: sell a couple thousand, maybe, at tops. i would give them a couple thousand tops. But I mean, like... Yeah, here's the thing they Nintendo probably already knows in some fashion it's just got to work its way up the corporate ladder because I'm sure that like the second there was like the first tweet with this shit someone was tagging Nintendo going uh Nintendo look at this because there's always a march Oh arc. sure yeah there's so. always those
0: little bitches out there I don't know I but also if somebody's willing to buy that Nintendo's also got to probably realize well they probably bought Tears of the Kingdom too so we made our money off them anyway
1: Right, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's goofy, I mean, it's probably not going to last long, like you said, and it'll, the real interesting thing to see will be what Nintendo actually does.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but
1: yeah. no, shout out to Zane, the Discord, for posting this. She's like, I don't even know this is interesting, but here you go. I
0: was like, man, we can talk on this. <laughs> it would be interesting if in a couple of weeks we're like, well, they're suing the owners of d and they owe half of all their profit for the next 20, 20- like, some crazy shit, I don't know, but... It's definitely interesting. Um, I do enjoy, you know what, I do enjoy a good poking the bear. Especially when, fun. when the bear in this case is not a a lonely grizzly in the field that some asshole's going up to. It's Nintendo. They deserve to be poked. Yeah, like, like,
1: like we said a couple weeks ago, the only time anyone's ever universally taken Nintendo's side is against Kotaku. So you gotta be pretty hated if that's the only person people will agree with against you.
0: Which even then I kinda go, they're both terrible. Like Tokyo, well, yeah. I hate, but Nintendo it's like, come on, man. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, it's like, do you want to be fucked in the butt or do you want to be fucked in the butt? Like what do you want? Take your pick.
0: Damn it, Jim. Give a different hole. You can't do the same hole.
1: There are no other holes, Brian. There's <laughs> only one that matters.
0: Damn it. The Jim. universal
1: hole, one could say.
0: God damn it. What about your speak box?
1: <laughs> you do be speaking. <laughs> but then uh, it depends on the skill of the speaker, too. Can't do all the work there.
0: Uh, Zenkov.
1: I mean, you can, but... I mean, it's better when you just kind of sit back and let nature take its course.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see where nature takes its course, but this one... I. I, I still, I, I can't imagine this sells anything close to get on Nintendo's radar, enough for them to really, even though they, I'm sure they have so many lawyers or retainer, like to just engage these guys, it's kind of like, if they probably know if they engage them, they're giving these guys the promotion they want and putting them on the market. So ignoring that would probably be the best path for Nintendo.
1: I just want to see them send a C&D letter that they just unfold it and open it up and it just says, really? And that's just it.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So
1: Official Company Letterhead.
0: So wait, size forty
1: three pot font.
0: So Jim, to take us back to one final tangent before we leave. Uh, you put a lot more hours in Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah. How far did you get in that?
1: Did you get to the divine wise,
0: like beast or any of those? I, I was
1: inside one of the divine beast dungeons and I got kind of lost and I was like, all right, I'll come back to this, and then I never did.
0: <clears throat> okay.
1: But no, I spent like a, I probably spent a good fifteen to twenty hours on it, just dicking around in the world, doing all these uh, shrines and shit like that.
0: Did it like? What Where, like go- oh, randomly
1: going for core rocks and crap?
0: What actually made you not come back?
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. I don't really remember. I don't know if it was like having to do stuff. It might. It was probably just having to do things for the page. And I was like, all right, I got to put my attention to this. I'll come back to this. Yeah. And I just never did. I don't know. Maybe it's a little too aimless for my uh, attention. Yeah. Maybe it almost got minecraft for that. Maybe that's why I should never touch Tears of the Kingdom. Where it's like, I kind of do need a goal.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just have it completely bare-assed open.
1: Yeah, like Minecraft lost me when I played that after, you know, a month, maybe tops. I was like, all right, I get it, but I kind of need something really to do. And I guess I kind of I mean, I could have done that in Breath of the Wild, but I guess to get to that point, I would have had to do too much aimless crap in my mind to make it feel worth it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's going to be a slow roll for me. I'll do Breath of the Wild because I'm doing it so sparingly. I know I will commit to beating it. But it's probably going to take me to damn near the end of the year. So, whenever I get there, I'll get Tears of Kingdom and eventually fuck with that too. Like, I can't just jump in Tears of Kingdom though. But like I said, I am very curious. If anyone listening has been playing that game, what is your true opinions? Or have you just been fucking around building stuff? Which may be all the fun you need in that game. Like, everything else may not matter. I don't know. But I, that's what I'm curious. I want to hear what your guys' opinions are. Nope. Yep. But with that, Chambers, how did that, uh, how'd that beer treat you? That winter, that spiced winter, whatever.
1: It was good. The spiced winter ale, yeah, definitely yeah. a solid winter ale. Um, I, you know, all winter ales, you know, that are like spiced winter ales, they're kind of like along the same flavor profile. So if you like winter ales, you'll enjoy this one. Uh, me being sick right now, I couldn't enjoy all the flavor profiles, but I could at least taste some things. So I'll give it that.
0: Nice. Yeah, and as for me, the couple of Troganators I went through, they are good. I am feeling it. They are 100% go with it. But I moved on to a little Lion's Head, of course, which is another one. Give it some love. Talk about craft breweries. Go with the Lion's Brewery. They're always good. Do some puzzles. Tickle your brain. Yeah. (laughs) With that, guys, we want to say thank you so, so much. If you're watching Please make sure you hit the subscription and give this, uh, hit the notification bell. So that way you see whenever we release new content. If you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, hit the subscription. It would help us so much. And if you give us a five-star rating, even if you want to bash us, we will read those reviews on each and every one of these podcasts. With that, we want to say have a good night, everyone, and cheers. Cheers, guys.